0: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to Choreographers of War, your one-stop source for all things Harlequin and the world-torn worlds of Warhammer 40k. I am, as always, your host, Batty, and I am joined by our friend Gabe. Hi, it's me,
1: coming back with nine painted Lehman Russes. Why nine,
2: though? Like, you only need probably seven at most. Come on, Gabe. And I'm Robert, by the way, introducing myself because I'm cool like that. (laughs) 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 And then we have uh, our guest star... Brad Chester I guess he's like kind of a big deal or something
3: like top something at LDO you know you've probably heard of him I've I've heard the name once or twice
0: I don't know I was on the
3: last uh, the English podcast they apparently didn't know who I was so (laughs) I I was just an old
0: guy (laughs) so are you just the dad that drives Team USA to all their tournaments? Uh, Exactly (laughs)
1: like
3: come on guys we're going to be late I told you
1: (laughs) Crushing yeah. the Fools with Tao. Yeah. I had a good time.
3: You know, the funniest thing about that is, is I actually had a team intervention to play Tao Because I hadn't played Tao at a single tournament before then. The coach did. But, I, <laughs> but we were getting ready. And I was debating on Tiernans or Harlequins. And one of the guys he looks at me and goes, Hey, man, you haven't finished a tournament in a while. Any chance your old self wants to uh, play something a little bit easier if you're going to play 10 games to get to the finals? I'm like, well, all right then, guys. How it is.
4: we <laughs> no, went through that.
3: Yeah,
2: so uh, on that note, I'm actually going to cheat. We're going to talk a tiny bit about LVO before we go on to the main thrust of the episode.
0: Uh, <laughs> Here we go with Rob with LVO, okay, LVO again. you know
2: what? LVO is really cool. So you know how they say there's like Warhammer stores there that like sell exclusive stuff? They actually exist.
0: Dude, oh yeah, it's I awesome. Yeah.
2: Objective markers. These are official Warhammer Ducari. Like, okay, they're like ten dollars more than normal yep. neoprene markers, but they have like the uh, all the black heart symbol and all this stuff. And they're literally—I didn't even know these existed. I've never seen these even mentioned in Warhammer communities. These are like more exclusive
4: than normal. So, like,
3: I am so just. Oh. Dis- I'm gonna bring up some old man stuff here, cause back in my day. You know, when I went to my first GT in 2000, and
1: <laughs> oh boy,
3: I, that's a real, I I, I have that shirt. <laughs> I wore it the other day, <laughs> the Baltimore 2000 GT, but incredible. Well, they used to have, and this is when you don't realize that things are good. It's you're talking forever because picking up, you know, really exclusive things. They used to have bits by the gram and bits by the. The pound and stuff like that, and you could get like just ridiculous amounts of stuff when you went to a yeah, games, I heard uh, games day GT. Uh,
2: they were yeah, still so doing at like events when I first got into the game in third edition, but I never, you know,
1: went to an event so. Wait, you guys just get free bits for showing up? it
3: was crazy the amount of stuff you could get. Right, I have a bag of shoulder pads. I literally have a bag of shoulder pads that I randomly got on a win at one of the games days that cost me a couple dollars. They're like $5 a shoulder pad now. I just have like random Ziploc bags full of them. And I was just like, oh, I... I'll probably pick these up for absolutely no reason, and I'm looking back now, going, I could have cornered the market. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I could have been well, there. You
2: did have to compete with GW was still doing the mail order back then, weren't they? So you could literally just mail. You didn't even have yeah. to go to an event. You could literally anyone could just mail order right. bits by weight. Mm. It, it was, was just by crazy. weight. Yeah, so well, you by weight because it was metal.
3: <laughs> it was just. so – yeah it was so crazy yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting poisoned by the sheer amount of lead models i probably have i, I
2: actually i don't think they that, had that's that's how you got actually joined the hobby when i was in like six, sixth grade oh my god that was way too long ago but uh we still had the metal models they just were like white pewter or something by then you know gw was trying to be more kid conscious like 2003 or something but um <laughs> Now uh, I own a I bunch love of that, you like put that in I, was... I, I have my death gesture collection. I am at around 20 death
3: gestures. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like in sixth grade when I started playing, I'm like, I was almost 30, <laughs> and that was 23 <laughs> years ago. I, I had a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <I> was, <laughs> House actually, that's a lie. I had multiple mortgages at that point in time because I had been old enough to move. <laughs> I
4: mean, whoa,
2: Brad, Brad could have been on the internet reading my like troll posts on Eldor Online back in the day. Like, that was the first forum I was ever banned from. Whoa, well,
3: whoa, well, well, that's that's saying that I knew what the internet was until semi recently. <laughs> <That's> probably...
1: <laughs> <laughs> So that was how Harlequin players got fusion pistols back in the day. Yeah, you Pretty used much. to
2: literally just well, buy in well, because the,
3: the bits were often well, the entire
1: well, minis back. Yeah.
3: Well, the thing is, is this is a real thing. I'm gonna give a shout out to my local over the the bits guy, the Toledo Game Room, the guy you see with like the 20 foot long thing in a depth account and a lot of other uh, conventions that he goes to. That was my home store. So, like, I one of my favorite stories is I. I didn't travel, went to different tournaments and stuff like that, but I did go to a ton of other game stores, and I didn't talk, even know, about how other people's lives lived. But he has, oh, I've always been to the place that had all the bits. So, like, a fourth or fifth edition, I decided, semi-last minute, that I was going to run Space Wolf Drop Pods with, you know, 21 Combine Plasma and, like, 15 or 20 Combine Meltas. And a friend of mine is talking to me. He's like, "Where the hell are you going to get that?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm just going to go down to the local store and I'm just going to grab, you know, rummage in the bitska and just grab all of them real quick, and I'll I'll have Sparks, you know, fix them up because I I can't model. That that sounds crazy talk. So, and I'm like, they're like, "What are you talking about? Nobody else has that stuff." I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about. This is the only game store I've ever even been to. Obviously, all that stuff's right there. I go to this place for everything."
2: So uh, we actually didn't. I don't think they sold bits. But we had something similar where there was basically only one game store in Phoenix at one point, but it had like five locations at its biggest. Nowadays, the owners finally retired last year, but like, now we have so many stores it's ridiculous. Like, that I think is one of the big things of the hobby is that now you can travel around and there's like, if you're in a metro area, there's multiple, there's more than two stores or three stores. There's like, a lot. At least where I live. (laughs) And that's, uh, I used to literally I went to the same store from, uh, for all of my Warhammer needs, because they were down to one shop by the time I started shopping Warhammer. So for, like, 20-ish year, for oh, over 15 years, I only bought Warhammer from a single place.
3: I am curious now, how long has everybody here been in the game?
2: <sighs> oh boy. Around 20 years. Like, close enough, I'm just going around it.
0: Nice. I started at the advent of 8th edition.
1: I still remember putting the green crystal in the model. <laughs> yeah, good. I
2: started, like, the 3.5 codexes were coming out.
1: Like,
2: one of my friends played uh, CSM. I, I remember when Chaos was one codex still. I'm I'm Yeah, was, and
3: then... And the black book. I, I started when you still had to bring the... <laughs> wolves,
2: so. I, I knew
4: people oh, who boy. did
2: that, but, like, like my friend, his, due to his older brother, he has a bunch of space wolves uh, that literally are first and second edition space wolves. So his army is just like an amalgamation of like every era going back to Rogue Trader. It's the, it's so funny to play because like some of them are just completely converted from non GW bits, and then others are just like, this is a Rogue Trader era wolf or a second edition wolfen. It's totally on the right size base. What are you talking about? And it's like, literally no model is now sold on a base that small. There is not. It is not a legal base size <laughs> in forty k, and a Terminator is on it. It's. I love all
3: yeah. That stuff. The- <laughs> uh, see, this is what happens when you have me on any sort yeah, of. Yeah, we're already off topic. I orig- I. That's I said. I, I originally told everybody before we started <laughs> recording. I'm like, look, guys, we're recording late. I've got a tiny angry wife, and she will murder me if I if I'm too long. We got to stay on topic, and I immediately
0: go where Brad goes, which is anywhere because
3: apparently I have a tiny little brain. And I saw a
0: squirrel, and I go, I
3: went running. <laughs>
0: Here we are, nine minutes of the episode, and have even touched our first oh, topic nope. again. <laughs> All right, Brad. All right, Brad, we gotta go. How
2: I bet he probably has a story or two about Brad, but here's how I know Brad. So, he's, like, a great guy, first off. I want to put that out there. I really like him. He's very nice. He recognized me at LVO. I've only seen him, like, one, uh, for two days before at MCN, and he, like, I waved at him at LVO, and he waved that. It was cool. I was like, oh, my God, Brad Chester recognized me. I'm like, you got to top eight at LVO. That's really cool. Like, you're, you're somebody in the GWs. So I have a podcast that gets 100 views. We have we've split between our hosts, we get
1: 33 <laughs> views per guy. <laughs> hey, I'm pulling totally my weight. Actually, our, uh, po- our views have gone
2: down since you joined, Gabe, so. Uh... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Bruno. That is technically true. No. Yeah, I know you've been technically. Oh, no. Technically, you joined as a guest, and then the next episode you co hosted. But that was after our that was after episode I think three or four and that was when we peaked in views. So
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Focus me I, up guys. I, uh, Let's do this. Four,
2: so I did a team tournament on TTS <laughs> during COVID and I stole Brad's Yukari slot. That's how much of a like that's how full of myself I am. I'm like, this guy's probably the best player in the world right now. That's her claim Yucari. to fame. I'm just gonna steal his team tournament slot and make him play sisters. <laughs>
3: Well, I let him play what I that is He chose sisters. No, no you, that, that, is a, that is a huge lie. You guys literally went, <laughs> what can you play? I'm like, I played forever. I can play most anything. And I'm like, well, can you play this? I'm like, yeah, it's like my ninth army's like, done. <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> on, on the team
2: could play, like, two armies at most. So, like, Brad was our flex. I was like, our Space Wolves player wasn't going to play anything but Space Wolves. Our Tyranid player... I hadn't learned GSC yet. Um, I don't even remember who our third. Oh, who's our third? Um, I was the third. I was playing Dracaria at the time. I could. I wasn't. I didn't like the new Death Guard Codex because I spent like early ninth playing Death Guard, and then the new Codex came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I do damage now, but now I can't tank literally the entire two thousand points of Sisters shooting meltas at a single unit, and that was not as fun. <laughs> like.
3: They
1: all spawn under the rule. Anyways, all right. So, uh, yes, box of omen. It, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> so I've heard. I'm
3: so excited yeah. about this, guys. I, it, I was, I love LVO, but I'm very excited for the new stuff. I've been playing a ton of games. I've made more lists than I care to say that I've made. Because I should have the not, future. I should probably go to sleep at some point in time. But I'm very, very excited. I think it opens up a lot, a lot, a lot of options for a lot of armies that didn't have options before. It makes some armies a little bit tougher to maintain. But I'm very excited. I what do you guys think about that? I'm really super excited. Oh I get
2: to bring my Harlequins as an allied detachment again, which is uh, our first topic, uh, Battle Brothers. So now your allied detachments are free. And um, like, Drukari.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: it's a little... Actually, I don't think they clarified whether Drukari can take both an extra patrol of Drukari and an allied patrol of Harlequins. But, like, I don't think they can. Because, like, uh, for example...
3: I, I think it's got to be pure on that. They, they, they specifically say on that that you, take the, you can take another, uh, either a Coven, a Cabal, or a Cult with... It has to be a, a different one with that extra patrol. So the things that are hard to clarify is a lot of things that just share a keyword and how they work with your pure bonuses and stuff like that now because it's very semi-foggy. I'm waiting for them to clarify a lot of things where I don't want to assume anything because it really depends on how right they, they just rule it, to be honest. I mean, a lot of times we just decide, yep, this is for sure what they meant, and then you, they come back and you're like, nope, I was completely wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah there are some winners and losers uh, like with Jukari, when they soup in um, Harlequins they can uh, you have to choose one side to get the wallet trades and relics and not the That's other while the Craft sure uh, Elder yeah, lets was you do sure both in
4: Na-
2: especially yeah. uh, Nachman that was actually really I was trying to like I actually owned more Dracari than Craftworlds when knockman uh, was around but I loved the Incarn and I didn't want to play pure Harlequins because I felt like I was cheating basically <laughs> like I literally I Jikara, was trying to throw games and I man. still won. Unless I was playing against other Harlequins. It felt really weird. That was that army was a little overtuned, guys, as we uh covered, you know, a year ago. So uh actually we're gonna cover that next time and how insane the number of nerfs we've uh received are, yet we still persevere. <laughs> I,
3: I think is gonna make a big comeback, I'm Oh, for them. sure.
2: They're uh we're running them in I, our uh my T T S team tournament in at the end of this.
3: Huge. Well, it's a big thing. Now, Obviously, the armor and contempt changes, yeah. but what people are bringing a lot is a big deal. So, But the other thing is is that Jakari never got bad at just killing Marines, and Marines all got buffed up, and I don't think they're overpowered. I think they're just like actually viable, playable, as opposed to just taking blood angels. So, <laughs> well, when you take an army that preys on Marine bodies, and you put a shit ton of marine bodies back into the meta. I think it's going to do really well and it it has speed. I mean, you lose the the supplement for it, but like I think that the army is going to make a huge comeback uh, in this particular. Actually, squad was, right now. Depends I, where now. to be I was just
2: and the uh literally pulling up the documentation on their website and um where is it? Uh coteries of the homunculus is still legal until June 2023, a.k.a. 10th edition. So uh, you can actually still mm. even run their army of renown, which uh, some people were having success with under uh, Nephilim. So I'm not saying do that, especially, like, I personally am not going to, but uh, I definitely want to run, like, Corsairs in Hukari, because they Corsairs, like the normal Corsair troops, when they're in Raiders, they benefit from the rapid-fire movement um, of the Raider upgrade. And it's really cool. Like Drewkari, just don't normally. Like they've been nerfed a lot. Like they're like Harlequins. They've been nerfed a lot.
1: <laughs> can Kronos get called back? <laughs> they Please. Yeah.
2: Actually, people I, are running I, Kronos like... with uh, uh. Yeah.
1: Dark Tenomancers Dark is back. I'm like what it, year that. Is that... It, people. <laughs> it kills Marines really good.
3: It does. Get <laughs> yeah, me some. Incubi and some Skyboards is all I
4: need. Literally,
2: that's my list. It's basically, literally my old 2021 list. Like, I just rebuilt it just with different units. Like, and you can't take two Trueborn, so I'm taking two Acoustache squads. But I'm still putting, like, Drazar and Achilles Succubus in with two Venoms and Incubi. And then, like, I mean, I guess it racks the I whole objective, th- like... It, yeah,
3: I, I, the racks are still great for all the objectives, and you can make different—you you can get those, your know, compulsory troops. Now, with the arcs, you can choose one of the elite, fast, um, heavy-to-be six slots mm-hmm. instead, and then you can take up to 11 troops, you know, if you want to on things. But it really opens it up, just having everything in that one detachment. And I think that—as far as what I think they're going to be strong on— If you go to GW events with that GW terrain, always giving you the perfect places to hide, and it's very, very good on uh, for that, it's very, very good on with melee armies because you get those places and you can jump to those objectives. I just think it's going to be very strong. I think they're going to be. It it really is going to matter. To be honest, how oppressive the indirect from guards going to feel?
1: Yeah. Nine motor life.
3: Yeah, I mean that's I was super excited about my pointy ears. It's my my pride and joy that I keep going back to and I have forever. But it I have to give that long sigh there real quick.
4: <laughs>
3: it, it's the problem anytime indirect has been good. It yeah. sometimes just feels bad. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing I can do yeah. about it. You know, you and I can play the game of each trying to get the angle, and I'm gonna go here, and we're measuring pre-measuring each other out to make sure that. I can see you, but then you're. I don't want you to see me, and it's it's super fun, and you feel like your tactics and your generalship makes a difference. And then I could just stand there and go, derp, I roll 33 shots, boom, boom. <laughs> you're like, you can't do anything about it. And I'm like, cool. Uh, let me take my really bad Dark Eldar, or basically any pointy air save, let's be honest. There's like three guys that actually wear some sort of armor in, in any of the codex codices. They're like, why have you been around for 65 million years and you guys still wear a take top and big hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, it is why i'm telling the discord to you, you got to bring those eight Harlequin boats like you can't the 10 mans so if the opponent takes even three mortars they just go vaporize like oh. in one activation it's just it's really rough right now for those who don't have a transport yeah, for actually sure,
2: that's actually one of the things i'm worried about with anari
3: um, so um i won't let you guys take us off topic anymore let's continue on <laughs>
1: yep.
2: So like, yeah, Arcs of Omen, the detachment, not only does it give you extra spots, but it actually requires, so it's got, uh, it's. I think the first detachment ever besides the old Lord of War detachment, or uh, Supreme Command detachment that could do an HQ or a Lord of War, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that, you have one HQ and then you can choose three troops, three elites, three fast attacks, three heavy support, or three Lords of War for your spots. Now, what's important is those slots you choose as your mandatory are added to all the optional slots. So you can get six of elites or six of fast attack or six of heavy support slots or 12 of troops, if you're crazy. <laughs> and four HQs. That's well, big,
3: not Well, don't forget that they also took out certain things because you have, like, the elite character slots or their own yeah. slot now. So, like, mm-hmm. your apothecaries, your your judiciaries, whatever, you know, whoever... Those are now their own deal, so you can that's, actually get a lot more stuff. That's
2: definitely to space marines because you can take three elites or sorry you can take three fast attack to unlock six fast attack slots. So you take say five fast attack, three elite units like take three units of terminators, and then you can still take the three characters to support the terminators. That's like, and, and space also less well, for Eldar, I feel like, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: We'll be seeing more CP across the game just because people don't have to pay for, you know, spearheads, you know, random, the free CP detachments across the board. Although one small violin can play for the, the Space Marine players who cannot fit anything <laughs> in their elite slots because yeah, of yeah, all they the they points only drops. Have,
2: They only have six plus three characters, the poor
1: babies. And they also have just more HQ slots now. So I, I think just the, the room has opened up tremendously yeah. for experimentation, especially also when we talk about um, allies. But just internally, like elder players rejoicing with six fast attack slots, you don't need to take troops anymore, you, sh- you should take some rangers, but it-, it does mean you can go nuts. Like, I'm also, like with Brad here, like, writing my seven- uh, my like, 11th god list, trying to figure out what I want to do.
2: Do not ask how many Inari lists I've created. I'm already in to leave like half of them, so like maybe 40 or so Inari lists? Uh, I'm, an- I'm a list making oh, no. addict when I'm like supposed to be working. <laughs> I make lists when I'm bored and people are emailing me the info i need so um as part of that though i have discovered you can't do things like patrols anymore unless you're an ally and allies do take up a decent number of points but also balance out your main detachment so like it leads to this weird thing where sometimes i want to take like two elites two fast attack and too heavy support but that's no longer legal so
3: <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on the allies as far as with the new arcs i mean I'm, love though. Them.
2: I'm i'm back to it feels like a good in between knockman and nephilim where you're not paying cp for them so you can still like i can take my dark rose queen my favorite harvester and still take ambush of blades and have two cp left over for, Ph- for phantasm now like that is huge right. for the way i want to play like personally just personally
1: <laughs> I, I i do think there's some odd choices like tyranids can't go with gsc um Votan being so flexible, I don't know how strong Votan are when souped when they, when they lose their monofaction bonus, but I, I'm sure someone out. will figure out some like, <laughs> crazy. You know, there was some crazy like, you know, amalgamation of like my Custode dreadnought and also my nine bikes from Votan running around. I don't recommend anyone go out and buy Votan bikes though, mainly because we don't know oh, this will change attention.: so <laughs> You can once
2: again take a bane Blade with the new guard huh? codex next to GSC. So, you know, that was broken for, like, in theory, yep. a month or two when the new Guard Codex was half out, but not, like, completely legal for tournaments. But, like, in casual games, you could not, as GSC, the rules for Blue Brothers were completely broken, I guess. I didn't quite understand the specifics, but um, something about how they changed uh, the uh, keywords.
1: I also won't be surprised if once again the Chaos players figure out how to make some Flamers magic happen between thing, all the Chaos and books.
2: Uh, the, the to ally He's cool like that.
1: Flamers are still 25 points a model for a free-up and for free yeah. model.
3: And D6. The, the, the huge amount of shots, too. D6.3 yeah. shots. They're just... <coughs>
1: It, I, I think people when you stay on a nerf they think they're just dead but this is, yeah GW's gotten a day.
2: lot better at like fairly nerfing things although I like how they were like we tried putting flamers in our testing at 100 points and people kept taking them because flamers are such a unique <laughs> I, I,
3: do, <laughs> I, I do think it's hilarious really. they, they, I have to say GW did better than they've ever done with these point changes however I have to pour one out for my homies the Tyranids wow Yo. They appara- oh, yeah they apparently
4: yeah
3: oh man they they were they apparently flew two coats to the sun those wax wings didn't do it R- mm-hmm. right about the time you're like how about 210 points for three zoe's yeah i'm gonna pass on that reaction, <laughs> <Yeah>. guys
1: <laughs> <laughs> i i do think it's pretty serious just 70 points for one one zone throw
3: Oh, Warriors. I mean, Warriors went up either 10 or 15 points if you put any equipment on them whatsoever. It's just some of their units just got pointed. And I I have to to give credit where credit's due. They did such a good job of not doing that with everything else. Finally raising the floor, lowering the ceiling a little bit on everyone else except for the Tiernan's who I felt like came out as tribute, basically, and they went...
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, man, they got robbed. Oh,
2: man, I actually... Uh, I've been talking to a friend, though. Okay, so this is gonna sound crazy, but apparently the Tyranid players are looking at Guard, and everyone's like, but Guard got nerfed into the ground, right? <laughs> well, they're still considering breeding them. I don't understand it. Like, okay, I do. He went through the map, and I was like, okay, that math works out. But, like, Tyranids are in a weird spot right now. Like, they their strengths are gone... For a lot of their stuff, but what they had before is still like the rest of the Codex is untouched, and it was definitely at a higher power level, even with the things that were kind of missing. Yeah.
4: And
3: so, like, well, well, talk about the like
2: Necrons co- though. Necrons, for example, are I actually think they might. Well, I say I think they'll be in trouble. But let's face it, we saw all those lists in Bethlehem that were literally just like people were like, all right, I take a Silent Keen. And sixteen hundred points of whatever bullshit. Like somebody won with thirty snipers, and I was like, "How is that? How do you go five zero with thirty snipers and death marks and Necron?" But they did it. So
1: I, what the I think that Monolith was. C play, I'm playing a three Monolith this is, this is army
2: tomorrow <laughs> on TTS. <laughs> I,
3: I still want to know why the Trigon got punched in the face.
1: It looked like a tyranny.
3: That guy was literally at home. He didn't even know the nerves happened. (laughs) And he got punched in the face. He was, you know, walking
2: around. He was guilty of uh, walking wall tyranny. No
3: one was taking that (laughs) bottle. You had a better chance of getting a quality picture. Of I mean, as team. I said,
2: nobody I was, was taking high gun and out, Apparently, <laughs> the turret players are all over them, and the math is not bad on those. Like in a vehicle-heavy meta, the the ones with the haywire, super haywire guns, apparently, like actually do pretty decent damage, which is really weird. I I I thought they were trash. I remember doing their math back when they were new, and I'm like, I guess we really have reduced the damage though in the meta. Like. The numbers look okay now on a unit. That they even got nerfed by five points, and somehow the numbers actually look decent in the uh, vehicle heavy meta. It's the weirdest thing.
3: Like, I'm gonna give you my. I, I am, am glad spore mines, spore mines are gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, no one likes
1: spore mines. How many? Yeah, especially for the Harlequin players. Yeah,
3: I mean you could. Uh, I, I, as usual, I'm a, I'm, I'm the bandwagoniest bandwagoner. So I did play some too. So, but yeah, spore mines were just. Anything that lets you have models without points—that's the whole point of—we didn't do that in these. This edition was giving free uh-huh. stuff away. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, one of my favorite things is just not having armor and contempt. I didn't. It's not even that I thought it was uh, the end all be all as far as power. I just hated having the conversation of all right, it's AP2, but it's actually AP1 to you because of Armored and Contempt, and then your opponent's like, wait a second, did he <laughs> tell me the AP before or after the Armored right, Contempt? Right. So by the end of the conversation, your your AP3 weapon is actually AP0 and healed him for a point. You know what I mean? So- <laughs> trying to cannons
2: was so hard, because I'm like, all right, so it's shooting indirect, so it loses an AP. It's AP4, but now it's AP3. But you're Space Marine, So now it's AP2! And they're like, oh, so it's AP0. And I'm like, no!
3: Yeah, it was, it was just so <laughs> annoying. That it that's a, it, I just hated just having that talk. It's <laughs> like Yeah. Ah. Just let I love complexity of the game. I don't love complexity for complexity's sake. Yeah,
2: I feel mm-hmm. like yeah, armor is gone. Like you change it. Changes. Orcs are gonna Okay. Apparently orcs were already way too good, guys. Like, I was wrong. Orcs were I no, heard, Orcs I are, good. Orcs were orcs good, are but good. They were even better than I thought, you know, they got second at LDO, pretty good.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I I think people see like, you know, tier lists, and they think like, oh yeah, orcs are like, you know, BT tier or whatever and, and then and then so and and then the first time they get trunk boy, <laughs> it opens their eyes to like oh shit. <laughs> oh it's a, when when someone knows how to pressure they can like just close the game <laughs> up on you in a in a turn. It's
3: huge on that. that we were, I was just talking about that say with a couple of people with the fact that orcs especially the uh going first orcs they can make the game so pressured Uh, i think that orcs and another army that's getting super good uh going into this is gsc can do the same thing where they just they push up so hard steal your primaries from you that it doesn't matter you could table them on the end of three and all of a sudden you're down by 30 points because you haven't scored any primary points and you've scored a four on your secondaries and it doesn't (laughs) matter what you do for the next two turns you're like hey man I got a hundred, you know, what What can you... It's really weird, I'm
2: playing, like, the super yeah, yep. aggressive Anari plus Dark Lequim's army, and I'm oftentimes not the beatdown. I have to be the, like, control player in those matchups, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just have, like, five delete buttons. How do you out-pressure me? But they do. It's And it's really cool, like, that's, like, yeah. it's a very different meta than, like, three Maliceptors. Let's not talk about three Maliceptors. Actually, Maliceptors still have play, that's the funny part, if, so, uh... I ref- if you can... Members, if you can, well, please master take master infiltrators,
1: master. <laughs> Oh, guys.
3: I refuse to talk about Maliceptors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I was at that same event, Brad. <laughs> I was at that event, too.
3: <laughs> I just... Uh, the fact that you could just take three of them and go, hey, I go first, I'm Not gonna, whenever uh, I
2: play Tyranid players, cool. I'm like, I, this list isn't really meant... Like, I just play this list because I like it, but it has a bunch of tech pieces I invented to kill Maliceptors, so... have fun with that. Like...
3: That, that army went really well, really hardcore. I hate armies that just don't have tradable. I guess it's more of a game on that. Like, there's a lot of armies. It, it always it, you're never gonna get anybody that feels bad for <laughs> and things like that because, well, because when you lose to that army, you you feel like you didn't interact with that army. Like, mm-hmm. Dark Eldar, for instance. Any time besides the liquefier time, well, that that's a dark day in in Dark Eldar. <laughs> but like besides that, even when they were doing really really well. That army still got fifty to eighty percent of its crap killed. Oh, for sure. Even yep. when it was or like, winning.
2: like that was it, why but, I was surprised so, by the Dark Harlequin nerf because, like, you were dying. All the other Harlequins were at least not dying, and they weren't interacting at all. That was so,
3: like. <sighs> well, gee, gee, I gee, didn't fight on nothing. You know top what? Top I already get. I, I, I get that. I, I gave, yeah, but I gave Gw its props. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna take into account <laughs> on this one. <laughs> dark Harlequins, man. S- strength four, strength three or four, fight on death is way too much. Uh, let's give it to strength six and eight for creations <laughs> Actually, of bile. Alright, Craft <laughs> World, man, Halo doom, way too strong. We're going to have to nerf that. You know, they auto-wound on sixes. You're like, oh, that's way too strong. Cool. Well, the next army, we're going to go ahead and make them auto-wound on fours, not sixes, and give them access <laughs> to, like, two or three different sets of full rerolls. Also, screw it, they ignore cover. I mean,
1: <laughs> and yeah multi damage like, just more than surety. I, 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 I that they were going to
2: nerf Votan like they nerfed the dragons in the Age of Sigmar. They nerfed them like before they were fully out, and they did that to Votan too. So like,
3: they but, but they, dragged, they they nerfed them the wrong way. The thing is, is that yeah you can't points don't just nerf. If you have a mechanic, you have to like you have to massage the mechanic, and maybe it takes a couple times to get that to be right. That's not a points thing. Right now, Votan has games that are unfun for either player because they either smash their opponent and pick everything up or their opponent gets a chance to shoot them. And and Votan, because they've been point nerfed so hard, doesn't have enough things in the board. So someone doesn't have a great game because they don't have enough stuff to interact. They have enough stuff to kill everything they see or they lose too many things right away. And then they don't have enough basically trash units to, to actually play the game. So the army's very deadly still, but they didn't need to point nerf it. They needed to change the mechanic and let basically roll all those points nerfs back, fix the mechanic, make it work like maybe marker lights do. I mean, make it only do it on fives. I mean, there's a a huge amount of different things you could do to fix that and not just go, sometimes someone's going to have a bad game. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I I really don't know how you can point like a four up, you know, hit stu- hit becomes becomes wounds. So That's just than that though, guys. you know, the like, map is just that insane. Out and
2: Votan still don't have a weakness. They have the berserks, who are basically the best melee unit in the game, they have the best bike unit in the game, who's also obsec. And then you make them a mirror, like, yeah, hence. And four Sagittars is my fear now. I've played it once, and I'm probably gonna play it again uh, at least once more before my next ends.
3: I, I love to hear it. I've been pushing the. Yeah no, it's
2: legit, man. If yep. The Sagittars have enough shooting on their own, and then the Berserks you just yeah find they hit call shots right.
3: Shake. So cheap. That's the thing is, is you're always going to find the most efficient thing at that. And again, if they would just change the mechanics, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd have the, These the, are good. The, the, you know, maybe it's. Yep. A, I'm okay with a little OP. It's just if you have a broken mechanic. It, the points are never going to feel right because it's either going to be so expensive that you can't take it or you can't take enough to be viable, or it's going to be cheap enough where your broken mechanic is going to dominate whoever you like. But, playing.
2: like, as an artist, they just shoot me off yeah, of the Voltan board. Yeah, Votan can't trade anymore. And so, like, the fact that they have Berserks who I can't trade with invites
3: yeah, to just
1: trade it's, it's me
2: it's, first turn before it, I go. It, like.
3: it, well, it's it's mission-specific, yeah. though. Like, think about it, though. You ready? You play, you're playing mission... You're playing 11, Recover the Relics. And it feels super hard for the Votan player to do anything because they can't get the angles, they can't go, and they don't have good secondaries. They have shit secondaries. So you can just kind of sit and take your time. And then you play. Oh, yeah,
1: we should. Sorry, go no, ahead, Brent. I'm
3: just saying, but you could play. Then you play board quarters. You play like Death and Zeal, and they start on the line, they go first, they move up, and they murder your entire army. It's so, like, both of you had a bad mission or a bad time on those two different missions, but. We have to be able to fix that. You know what I mean? And I don't think that's just a points mm-hmm.
2: thing. I was really <clears> confused <throat> trying to find a mission in here in the Arcs of Omen. Turns out I always forget they still give us a thousand point missions. Who plays that? Like, come on, yep. DW. Um,
1: um. They're wasting my money on you know, this know the, the, the up and comers. Okay, this is <laughs> es-
3: escalation <laughs> leagues. You have to. You got to get the new blood
4: in.
1: But that's what that's what board we, we we do- are for. We, we do have to touch on the secondaries because they are winners and losers so as of oh, any other change oh yeah
2: for sure Space Marines not only got some of them actually lost secondaries like Blood Angels lost their secondaries and armor
1: Blood,
3: Blood Angels lost their
2: secondaries Orcs exactly. I mean, the the reason, the they're, reason yeah. they're such
3: winners is they got better Jesus oh, get, <laughs> get, get the good bits get the get the best, get good get, bits get, bits was get the good bits get the good bits get the
4: good bits
3: I mean that's just an auto fifteen. You have to like figure out how to <laughs> score all your points. Or like Necrons, yeah. <laughs> their
2: secondaries are a little weaker, but they also lost their pregame moves. That was we didn't really touch on that. We, we kind of touched on that, but they're basically they just lost power all around because they're running the same. Although some of them are running different lists, except some of them were running. Necron players are crazy. They run whatever they feel like and somehow win tournament. Like none of their no tournament winning Necron list in the last year has been. Similar to another tournament winning Necron list besides having the
3: Silent King, I feel like. So They play a different game than everybody else. That's yeah. the problem with having overpowered. Anytime you have passive secondaries, I mean, you yep. just have to have secondaries that you have to do something. It doesn't have to be all kill, but, like, you should have to be either mobile, kill, achieve something. Like, just being able to sit on... Think about the the fact of why Necrons and Sisters were so good for a while. Oh, sisters, they just had secondaries yeah. that you could do nothing. The, I feel
2: like Sisters might be the biggest loser of arcs, actually, <coughs> besides Tyranids, along with Tyranids, Sisters and Tyranids. Like
3: it's just a different style, though, because you got to figure that they they kill people easier. It, it, it's again, I'll give the asterisk on it. It really will depend on. What the guard situation is, because if guard are oppressive, sisters are going to have a terrible time.
1: Yep. I mean, sisters and Elda, anyone with T3, yeah. yep. anyone with a fall yeah. bomber.
4: Yeah.
3: You have T3 and a bad armor save. It's just, it, it there's nothing you can do about it either. You know what I mean? They I mean, they could take nine mortars and then they could take a, a couple more of the bigger team, the new old guys. You know what I mean? If they really spam yep. that, they, they might not beat everybody else, but they're sure as hell going to make the, the game a real meh. About for any of the t
0: Yeah, because yep. that's
2: like, that's really armor of contempt on non loyalist space marines. So, like, technically, Grey Knights don't fall in that category either. Like, if you're not in Codex Space Marines, and, okay, Grey Knights actually got sure. buffed, so that's the weird part. Like, Grey Knights Gre- definitely got, they're Gre- really good now.
3: Grey Knights and Custodes, <laughs> I think, actually got <laughs> buffed unbelievably amount. Because, great, the Custodes, as usual, because GW doesn't believe in
4: change <laughs> So you, you, have, you have to
3: just be a detective and search for your updates. Also, by the way, if you're at a job and you just handed that in, you would just get instantly fired if you didn't give a log with, with the things that changed. But that goes without. But the, the Custodes got access back to all their strats, and there's still one CP. Mm-hmm. They can make themselves crazily defensive. I mean, you had Liam uh, win the the uh, Adelaide uh, down in Australia it was a big tournament with that and he ran customs yep. and it was all ground pound just really being durable and going up and I think that just because of the meta now that Grey Knights became crazily better because like obviously mortal wounds are always going to be good into everything but, mm-hmm. but the fact that armor content contempt doesn't exist and marines are coming back you have all these great two damage weapons in that, in that army and just a volume of fire to deal with guardsmen GSC and things of that nature, because all their bolters. I think that army is very viable. I don't think it's going to be like the S tier army, but I think it's definitely going to be an A tier army that can beat anything on any given
1: day.
2: Yeah, that's. <laughs> I would believe that.
1: You, you're seeing those players like take like 30 of those terminators now and doing janky stuff. You know, unleashed the lions coming out, running around the, the weird woodwork.
2: Weird Yeah, the weird, Being very like, annoying. The power level has gone down and the jank has gone up, so I'm actually switching my list. Like last minute before list deadlines for my upcoming GT and uh, major and I'm like all right decans back in the list they just say they're just they're just a great threat like they just sit there and they kill yep. stuff and sometimes you need to kill stuff <laughs> you know like if those custodians <laughs> walk down the center of the map I have to so have I've been told to
3: them or the, th- the thing is with it though I mean or the dark Angels obviously you have yeah you, you have to have ex- you have to have damage in your army but when you're talking about ponyers man Especially when you're talking about the, I'm I'm air quoting it because I can't not talk with my hands. But one of the biggest things when you're designing your list is damage output. Obviously, you want to make sure you can't just have somebody push down their army down your throat. But the thing is, is that when you're looking at those elite armies, you can just play around them so much because you see so many of these armies put, you know,
1: thirty terminators. Right. Well, you
3: put they put and especially they put a giant block somewhere. You can just camp out and go, hey, cool, you did that, but, like, I, I just scored 45 in my secondaries because you can't stop me from going buying enemy lines and things of that nature because you don't have
4: enough money. I mean, that is very true. Yeah, That's actually
2: kind of my plan against mm-hmm. them, tentatively, is yeah. secondaries. I'm like, okay, oh, behind enemy lines, by the way, is amazing. They changed that, so now it's three points for one unit, and it's yep. literally, like, it's so small. And
1: CP. But
2: it's a game changer, man. I bring it every game no matter what, pretty much. Well, okay, so far, I haven't found an enemy where I was, like, This enemy on this map, I'm never getting in behind enemy lines. Like that, it's been consistent.
1: I, I will say, I think Marines were not on the secondary game in addition to all the other changes, mainly because the great secondaries, Codex, Warfare, Oaths, Shock Tactics are all in different slots. We, we, we do, I think we will see like a bifurcation in terms of just, you know, the armies with three great secondaries, the armies with two great secondaries, the armies with one great secondary. And when you go to the table, you need to adjust accordingly. Like, okay, you see, you see God across the table, Inflexible was a 15, Boots is a 10, Banners could be a 10. And then you look at your secondaries, and you think about, do I push, do I aggro? And you shoot against God specifically, but you will need to adjust your plan, because it looks like, at least for me, Marines in testing, they can score 45 really easily, just by, like, you know, they yeah. breathe, and then they, they just score 45. They on uh, the objective, especially apparently the, it, it belongs
2: to the Ultra yeah. Marines or something. They're like, I'm marching here, and I'm like, stop stealing my but points.
3: It's just, well, it's just the ones, it, it, it's weird, because I, I really think that Codex Warfare is not going to make it through to 10, to be oh, honest okay. with you. Be- yeah, because it—if you just stay in Devastator <laughs> Doctrine, you're getting two points per, and it has no cap. So, yep. And everything else is one point. Like all the rest, basically being in Tactical or Assault Doctrine, that's a good balanced secondary. But if you mm-hmm. never leave Devastator Doctrine, you just kind of auto get 15 from it, it, it unless yep. the you know the wheels completely fall out and you get wrecked immediately. But that it, you have different worries if, if you're not scoring enough <laughs> for Codex Warfare, <laughs> right? So I think it's weird that they they have that, and I I don't see it staying two points to be honest because I think it's made f- the, this bleh, the secondary feels like it's still made for when you had to change your to go from devastating yeah, it to tactical does. To assault.
2: That's that seems to be the issue. They pointed it for that, and now that's not how it works.
1: Yep, Iron Hands are going to be running around for Iron some
2: hands, time.
1: Oh, Iron Hands, Dark <laughs> Ink, yeah. so
2: the top.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, and Black Templar. Dot. Black Templar. Can't forget that. I think they're running Geeliman now or something. It's crazy. Geeliman and a bunch of vehicles um, and Black, Ultramarines Tem- I love and Black Templar. Ultramarines like, and I, Victors. I have no interest in playing them, but I just love seeing the crazy things the Black Templar players
3: come out with. Right. Like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm running Salamanders next week.
4: Oh,
2: Arkansas. nice. Yeah, so nice. have somebody doing that locally. He's like running all of the T five uh, three wounded guys, like spamming the crap out of them. And he was doing. He's like super excited. He was like not worried about armor pants at all. So I haven't played him since I'm, then.
3: I'll make. Some, but I'll, I'll make some people mad. But if if you're a fluff bunny, it's the only actual good guy chapter.
2: <laughs> they're still genocidists. I'm sorry. They're actually like the fact that they think they're good guys makes them even.
3: Well, look, they're good guys compared to their. Look if you're in a family of guys and everybody else is just murder hoboing people, and you occasionally don't, you're the good guy. Yes. You gotta set the bar low. It's, it's yeah, that's
4: why world worlds here.
2: are and Tower relatively good. You know, they only murder a hobo a little as a treat. Like.
3: Well, if you you want to talk about one of my favorite fluff things is. You wonder if they have a chalkboard for all the times Eldred just told you some random story to make you go somewhere that would help the rest of the elder out? You're like, wait a second. Is this the 800th time in a row this guy has deceived <laughs> us to do something he wants us to do? Eldred does, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It'll be totally different this time, guys. It'll be totally different. I swear. And then even
2: the old way gets deceived by Eldred. And then they forgive him and are like, alright, come back in. We forgive you. And I'm like... Didn't you guys banish him? That was like a big deal. He fucked the entire Eldar race over by failing to remember that the Death Watch existed. Like,
3: ah. Well, I mean, he did get retconned. He died. <laughs> so he was trapped in a Blackstone. I remember
2: that. I remember that OG lore. I was so confused when I like started getting back into the lore in like 2017 or something. And I was like... What is this 13th Black Crusade? We already had one. You can't have two 13th Black Crusades. That wouldn't make sense. But we did.
1: <laughs> like, oops. Uh, sorry, guys. I just need to mention one thing for our Harlequin listeners. Um, psychic interrogation is. is dead. Um, oh, at least yeah. in the old way that we used to do it, where we just like, ho, ho, cheeky, cheeky, 24 away. You know, scan your brain, get three points. Cool. It's, it's super um, dead.
3: Line of sight. Just Yeah. Provocate. I mean, I, yep. The funny thing is, is they. It's another thing that they did, didn't change log it. So you just had to. Oh look, there's one small thing changed. What was that? The viability of taking this yeah. at all. Yeah, I,
2: I mean, I was running more <laughs> virtual than it was prob- when it was definitely the weaker secondary. So I'm just
3: like, nothing's changed. But uh. <laughs> it, it, with line of sight, though, I mean, it's. It, I'm just letting you know. If you take warp ritual, or say more warp ritual. If you take Psyche Interrogation against me, enjoy your zero. Because there's no yep. chance I'm letting yep. you see any of my characters. <laughs> I'll hide my characters a little farther back. It's totally worth it for you to get zero. Every time I
2: took it, my opponent just <clears throat> suddenly learned how to roll denies. And I was like, how are you denying me? I have plus two to cast and a fate dice. And you just keep denying my Psyche Interrogation. So I just gave up on it. It was clearly a curse that So you
3: had to do it. Oh, well, you should have taken that ghost <laughs>
2: I was
3: Anari
1: for the Harlequin Knights.
3: Look, I didn't say it'd be <laughs> legal. I just said you should have taken
1: it. For the time being, we should we're probably taking something like Delhi performance. We veil, followed by behind or retrieve or raise.
3: I miss take your places so much
1: already. It's a. I, I still like it, uh, especially with his hand mans and when you do the five man power a uh, five inch power and, and consolidate. You can make some really fun sequences happen. Um, but no, it, it's rough. Like with a five-up involved, it, we, you can you can tag something and genuinely get killed back on the way. So uh, which actually, really guys, sucks for us.
4: Such an
2: interrogation was actually a secret buff to Thousand Suns. They tried to make uh, Magnus playable. See? Because <laughs> yeah. he can. It's, it's oh, whether they can true. see him and not whether he can see them. So they can always see him. He doesn't get obscuring.
3: My Magnus is a. A good and coded the poor Thousand
2: they just got their butts good their Flamers down, oh my god They just got, like, my, my friend who I thought Who was pretty sure he was never going to abandon Thousand Suns Was like, yeah, I'm playing uh, I'm going to play GSC Can
3: I can I give a two minute rant On the Harlequin nerf and what,
1: <laughs> <four>? <laughs> We're Go here ahead for, it. We're here for it. Oh
0: please
3: No, because Why didn't they just make the save Five up for guys And four up for the boats That would have made them totally fine they get killed just a little bit easier, and you can still just get there. Because the difference between a four up and a five up is huge, especially when you consider the the luck mm-hmm. reroll. You know what I mean? The math on it is just so much worse.
2: Oh, and the yeah. characters. Oh, as even well, just the CPR like, right. reroll.
4: Yeah.
3: And
2: the solitaire, like the solitaire going from three plus plus to four plus plus. But even Troopmasters still so bad now because you're like, you're just praying that you make a five up.
3: The thing is is that I, I'm kind of okay with it as long as I can get there. And the problem is is that it is so there's so many high damage weapons out there right now. I mean, you could you can get one shot it. You know what I mean? And you give yourself yep. mm-hmm. a thirty three percent chance for a save, you know what I mean? And then a reroll of course. But like you're you you have to play such a different play style at that point in time. You know, you have to and it's not the end of the world. I still think that Harlequins have kind of a lot of play to be honest. I mean, you, you didn't lose any damage you actually by default gain damage because of the fact that there's no more armor of contempt and we're we're having a different mm-hmm. style out there but like i just thought that the nerf was like a little bit much when you could have just given it to the guys made the guys very killable you know once you're out yep cool you're t3 you're going to go away but like man just making the boats with a with that five up that that hurts the most
1: <clears throat> Yeah. it's it's it is the most i don't know if it is and there's no quant way to quantify, but I think this is one of the most drastic changes the factions ever seen when you increase the save by one across the whole Codex. It's huge. I don't know if any other change has been at like this magnitude, arguably. So it was pretty stunning to see it. To give a
2: four plus plus doesn't work on troops because it just gets nerfed when it encounters the troop into a five plus plus, and that right. just drives me nuts. I'm like, why <laughs> the way they did? I know they wanted to nerf the three plus plus strat, and then um. What else were they nerfing with that, actually? Is there anything besides the? I'm trying to remember what else increases. There's one other thing, I think, that increases their involvement, right?
3: The strat. No. The strat that goes yeah. down. Oh, the strat, the strat yeah, strat yeah. Okay,
2: so it's just the strat and the Inari power. So, like, why Why did they have to mention Isn't that? Isn't there a
0: relic that does it too? Besides
2: the strat, when there's only one yeah. other thing... <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's just. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about stuff that gets missed up the time. I know they don't remember we, un, 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 until they until they had FAQ. You got to remember that demons had a relic that tried to modify. Relic <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, there's. Occasionally, times when things oh, don't work. Every
2: tournament I've been to, I've played Anari. I've literally not gone to a tournament in ninth edition in, in real life that wasn't Anari. And I have to ask every time about things with my army. I'm like, does this work that way? Does this work that way? And it totally made LVO oh, less what, 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 fun because I finally got my first no. Is well, said no secondaries for LVO for Anari?
3: No, that's nonsense. That's I was going to go crazy on that. I know, why? it was so bullshit. It's literally. It's literally listed as Craftworld. It's, it's not, there's no ifs or buts about it. It just is. I literally, so
2: I ended up changing my list. I mean, I had, don't get me wrong, LDL was fun as all get out. But like, hmm. my army wasn't as cool as I, I didn't get to run the army I wanted to with my Webway Gate and Osterman and all the silly, and then Arcs of Omen got rid of Osterman and Inari. So I will never run that list again, at least until June when 10th edition comes out and changes everything again. <laughs>
3: I did think they were gonna do more with that storyline. I know it has nothing oh God, to do with I, playability. I was
2: like, so pissed with that. That's, a, that's literally f- the only time a solitaire has lost is in that fucking book.
1: We need someone to write us off. We the need to retcon on that right. book yeah. because <laughs> like, it's please. bullshit.
3: I just, I thought they were gonna do more with it, and then we kind of just went, ah, eh, some stuff happened. You're like, I feel like, like, you, you, you got watching a TV series and they just canceled it mid-season. You're like. I feel like there's some unresolved plot As a a big
2: big Eldar nerd, it was even worse because both Eldari book series at the time were on two books out of one of them was going to cover every Phoenix Lord and the other was going to be a trilogy and they both got cancelled along so like, they just kicked us in the balls three times more wise and we haven't gotten any new lore since then outside of the Craftworlds and Drukhari Codex It's literally the only new lore we've gotten since uh, Phoenix Rising I think it was called
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do, I, people are very annoyed that the purpose of Yanari is to bring Gulliman back, and Goleman is, has, like, you know, been in five books since then or something like that, and now Yenari is just like, you know, what are they up to? Who knows? Let's
3: talk about the ultimate what-the-hell-happened-in-the-game-versus-the-books, though. Yavrain's sword literally cuts through reality. Ultraman's
2: sword can permakill demons! Like, why are all of these awesome Eldar relics not even in here? Piercing? It pisses
3: it, me off. Look, no, Yavrain literally is holding a power sword. It, in the book she cuts through space and time <laughs> isn't it a
2: mastercraft? power game, sword thank you I'm pretty sure it's D2
1: damage my bad <laughs> guys. Best, best I can do she's, is D3 motor she's <laughs> almost as scary
2: no she is almost as scary guys as a, as the new as the stupid space marines with their stupid bullshit mastercraft power sword I don't like them my friend plays space wolves and he puts them in impulsors and I'm like stop doing this they're evil but he does it anyways so
3: like when the Shining Spear Exart goes you're going to want to back up I'm way better at this than <laughs> you are so that's why I bring
2: the dark, the dark Horse Queen is actually brought now in place of the Shining Spear Exart she's just a better Shining Spear Exart because Piercing Inblons at 3 damage strength 5 AP 3 okay you don't get to re-roll hits but you're hitting on 2s you're re-rolling all your wounds you're doing the mortal wound thing and your sword is way more badass I,
3: I, and the, let's be honest the Autark has so much jealousy of the Shining Spirit. That's, he has a picture of him up in so his room. I, someday, I may someday. I've
2: written a list for uh, using alongside a clone side Revenant Titan, and I actually found a use for an Autark. He's the cheapest HQ. You can put the uh, Shuriken Pistol uh, Relic, uh, the hunter Kurnus bow combo on. That's actually like... Not a spirit seer, because spirit seers suck. They're only T4, and they there four wounds, and just, like, I feel like they would die too easily, so I put it on an Autark, because if you don't buy wings or anything for him, that guy is dirt cheap. Oh, and titans want to reroll twice oh. per turn. Got to spend your CP somehow. I know this is a really dumb aside, but I was really proud of that idea of the only thing <laughs> in the game was rerolling twice, command, per phase. is a titan, right? Like, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> um, moving, I, I was curious about uh, Brad I'm also just curious from your perspective what do you think of the stuff that Harlequins got back I, I know we had the crazy dev jester and I also know we got old um, mirror, mirror architect back I'm just curious do you think those I, I, I feel like the jester is mandatory but what do you think about just both changes in general
3: the, the old mirror is a big deal just because you can you're going to have to use mobility a lot and that minus six is a big deal The Death Jester's damage, I think, should have been there the entire time, to be perfectly honest, because there was a time that the only reason I would ever bring a Death Jester was just for ignore Overwatch, and now they Mm -hmm. actually have a lot more utility, and I actually like both of them. I don't know how much it's going to be. I would love if we didn't have a ton of Indirect, because I would run Twilight, and I would run big squads with her doing that. I would run Agent of Pandemonium. Uh, mirror and just yeah, push it. Yeah, mortars up, need to you know, not and exist. From, like, that's
2: really the issue right now. Is that mortars once again exist, and that, like. I
1: that, just painted up Nine Mortars. So <laughs> totally I'm sorry, I'm popping I'm just saying. It, it, like,
2: literally, the existence it, of it, mortars yeah. just changes. Like, I'm not taking. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm probably dropping banshees entirely and taking basically nothing on the ground that's T3 by itself.
3: If, 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 if mortars didn't exist, I would bring. I'd probably bring two or, tw- two or three 12-man squads in Twilight. Like, they hit so hard and they're so fun. And you could use all these things, and you could move your characters up around them. Like, you can intersperse the, the gestures and stuff with them and moving up. It's just because of that indirect. I almost thought yeah. of just saying, screw it, and just bringing... Uh, it, especially if I'm going to RTT or smaller GTs, and just going, eh, I'll deal with the mortar problem if I play them because they play so well into everything else. They're really good into all the anything that's not, you know, nine mortars. (laughs) It plays fantastic because they hit super, super hard. Uh, People underestimate the amount of damage you can do with one of those big units. You pop in all of a sudden, you're you know auto winning sixes. You're doing mortals on sixes. You, know what I mean? you can do the charge mortals on things. The the pure amount of damage that's put out is just fifty attacks. Yeah, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah, and you just slam into things, and then <clears throat> excuse me, and you can be, you know with that twilight extra move too, you can get to where you need to be because you you pile in and consolidate. All of a sudden, you're behind something. You can use a lot of tactics with that. It's just that the indirect is just meh, and I, I don't know. I don't even know if, when building my new list, if I'm even going to bother, to be honest, of trying to prevent myself on that. Because I think that that list, for, for me and the way I like to play, that plays so much more fun and more powerful that I, yeah. I think that I. That ain't boats. Yeah. I, I just, the, the boat, very strong. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a very, very good army. But like the combination, it's like a combined arms almost generally, when you can zoom up and do things, but also have those, those big hitters on the board. And you can utilize the terrain, and we're, we're starting to finally get to a point, it only took us a million additions, where we have <laughs> enough terrain on the board where you can utilize that in, in a very effective way.
2: So just a real quick reminder, guys, you can take 36 players in a traveling, wandering, troop, whatever thingy, Battle Brothers detachment, and still, like, get niceties I, from I literally trapper. thought about like, that. Like, you could bring Runners to kill the mortars.
1: Yep, yeah. Shroud Runners are key guys, like for anyone who can bring it, like they pre-game the 16, you move 16, you, your opponent gives you a character, boom, oh, fate yeah. dies, instead. you know, it, the heavy 6-gallon laser, that's what they are for, they need to go and hunt the mortars, the mortars will make I their had life to put them, I miserable, like utterly, it's really sad. I love the new like,
2: Warp really now that aoc and they've been great in my games, but Shroud Runners are just like, in the matchups Shroud Runners in they matter so much, so I gotta put them back in my list. Come on.
3: Oh, 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 in Yanari they matter so much, just also because you're like, hey, you want to kill this uh, Shroud Runner that I put slightly over here where only a few of your guys can see it? I swear to God I won't bring the, re- the Incarnate <laughs> I over mean, here. I'm already throwing five Reavers
2: in their face and then teleporting the Incarnate aggressively if I get the chance and then ten players to follow up and the Dark Rose Queen. Like, I just have multiple units that look at something and delete it and then die, like... That's not really the standard Anari play style. Like, I think they're more of a pressure list or a control list, and mine definitely plays more like Drake. But
3: I, I actually like the other Craft Worlds more. But I want to be able to play the. That's end card. that's really the reason. I basically I bring, I bring an entire Anari so, army just so I can. That's bring the
2: literally end card. why I was playing Anari initially was I wanted to play Harlequins plus the end card, and then I was like, well, I guess I'll take some, Fire Prisms and Rangers. Why not? And then
3: suddenly, I had an Anari you know, army, and I was like, "Oh." I'm gonna segue us
2: in. Okay.
3: Is did chaos go? Did chaos go up or down? So
2: relatively, I think they went. I down, think they went up. They
1: basically. I, I think they went up because Angron has uh, a sick model. World leaders <laughs>
2: are so good oh, at no, the army
1: game.
3: Rule of kid cool. Now, I'm going to look at our chat. We're not allowed
2: oh, to yeah, talk Oh, yeah, we about aren't. Crap, eaters. that's my fault, guys. I was the
3: one who said no talking <laughs> whole world about World Eaters, and then
2: I'm like, World <laughs> Eaters.
3: <laughs> I will get on a whole World Eaters. That
2: is, that is April, probably, although we might cover it in March. We'll see. Actually, uh, Brad, if you want, we need somebody from March to cover the first year of the new Eldar Codex. So if you want to join us again, let me
3: know. Ooh, I might do that. Depends on where I am. I'm traveling a lot the next two
4: months. Yeah,
2: I'm so surprised how many tournaments there are after LVO. I'm going to, I have a major in basically two weeks, or three weeks, and a GT in two weeks that I'm flying to. Because, like, there's the Team Battle Brothers one, and I'm like, oh, I should go to that. That sounds fun.
3: I'm also planning on beating my my record of, I think, nine factions played last year, so I'm going to try to beat that. Nice.
2: (laughs) So are any of those factions going to be, like... Thousand Suns, Death Guard. Do you think Death Guard have any play? Because I know, I mean, locally they have play for me because I have to fight Don Houston at tournaments, yeah. but...
3: The the problem with that is, is that with them losing armor and Katap is a big deal yeah. for them. It depends on what... It really depends for them where they're playing because I think they suffer quite a bit when you get into player place terrain, especially if they're playing against... One of the a votan a guard a top anybody now, that's got. Lots of, We've
2: got a, a really good Admec player. He actually at the smite club open back in the beginning of September. He went four and one. He was like I think the first yeah. Admec player to go even four and one at a uh uh Play, event. Nephilim.
3: Player place terrain is just player place terrain is just brutal for death guard. You know because if they, they you make the terrain a little bit open and you pull things away from them, those guys are just they move at the speed of speed. They, just, <laughs> they do! They're, they're, they're going to move. When I was yeah. running
4: them
2: before... Oh, I, I, so, I will, real quick. When I was running them before their new Codex, early ninth, my list was soupy, but literally everything in there was abnormally fast, except for, like, one-unit Poxwalkers. Like, it was Big Bird, deep, tons of demon engines, and Possessed, and a demon prince with wings. basically. Like, everybody moved abnormally fast. I even had the Bell Guy to make them they, faster, like... They need the speed. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, I, I just love playing against them sometimes, because you just sit at 18 inches and just go, I'm going to do this for three turns, and then we'll Yeah, start. I made
2: the mistake cause... in one of my games, trying to fight them when they had Armor of Contempt, because I was like, I do a lot of damage. I'm a Nari, I do all the damage. I mean, I did kill a bunch of them, oh. but uh, turns out they also make five I don't... turns to eventually do damage. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I don't even want them that to consolidate yeah, the power. I just want to stay 17.1 yeah. away
3: Just let them walk. You' gotta figure that if you leave a unit alone that only moves five with two average advances, even if they start, if you play like board quarter or play like the diagonal, if they start on the diagonal deployment, they get to the edge of the middle objective after two turns of advancing choice. It's just yeah. leave them alone. <laughs> That's the problem with those. That an army like that that doesn't have other fast elements, is they can just have games where it just sucks to play against. You know what I mean? So, they Yeah. I like Death Guard. I played them several times, especially over COVID when we played a lot of TTS with them. I played a Death Guard the entire time then. Uh, played a lot with there. They have play, but I think their power level definitely just went down. And I'm debating on whether the other ones that weren't played as much, like bears and stuff, I think have a decent amount of play, especially in this particular meta right now. Although,
2: speaking so, of armies I'm, I'm, that like the new Arcs Detachment, Death Guard, at least in theory, love all the elite slots. Potentially usually nine elite slots, including their... I mean, they already have a way to get lots of characters, but like, let's say you want to take two of the uh, the guys who give you six-plus uh, mortal wounds uh,
1: to wound. Putrefying? Yeah.
2: If you yeah. want to take two of them, you gotta you take up two slots. It gets nasty quickly.
1: They can do some damage. Yeah, aren't, they, aren't they in the free slot so for characters? They they, characters? They, in
2: arcs, yep. yes. But the trick is, for, in before okay. you were running, yeah, yeah. say, two Contemptors, a Tallyman, then let's say you wanted to run two of the light greeners, then suddenly you only had one Elite slot, and you still want to take other stuff, like Terminators. Like They literally were all in the Elite slot.
3: Their army is just oops, all elites. If you want to run non forged worlds, it might. I, I may be bad. So don't don't take this too
4: seriously. <laughs> yeah,
3: they they just suffer so hard. And the thing is, is that that's an army that does really well I'm, against certain things, and then just does terrible against other things. And and other missions tell you the truth. Again, I go to mission eleven, any of the hammer and animal cut things, where you're like, you have to come all the way over here. I'll see you at the end of the game, then. Because I'm just going to ping you. And it, no matter if your save's great or not, if, if you just don't get to interact with somebody for, you know, two to four turns, basically, if they just keep pinging away, you're just going to fail saves, you know? So mm-hmm. even if you're taking two ups, you're like, hey, take 32 ups. You still lose a couple guys every single turn. And then you, you effectively start the game on either turn three or turn four because it's taken you that long to get there. And your opponents probably gotten a ton of their secondaries.
2: i mean game design wise and your secondaries are both okay. are a lot are basically better they're tanky they're elite there's only a few of them but their teleports if they want to teleport the terminators they can teleport them after they start on the board they don't have to well,
3: their firepower is nuts yeah, too
2: and they've just got like they've got the ability like the berserks are just so good they're better than death shroud basically like who cares if they don't have armor saves? You, you you just deliver them, and then they fight on death. Worst case, like.
1: I also like. I also think there's also a mentality thing going on where you know people are spamming the terminators. I get it, like your black rune Supplication, five of funeral pain, so on and so forth, but. You know, Chaos players do need to think about how they get, uh, get the 45 on, on both the primary and secondary, and it's not too obvious to me, and also I know we haven't touched on Abaddon uh, being nerfed in Ox from being, like, wildly Super bowl f- in every faction. Um, I do, although I, do, I will say that I do appreciate folks like Dawn, uh, Wallpammer, and others who are very positive about Chaos regardless of what happens, uh, and I, I oh, do yeah, know that, you know, especially right now, a lot of Chaos players like, are probably have, feeling put down.
2: Uh, Mark, uh I was, um, uh, Mark Whittaker. He's, like, the most famous, he's arguably the most famous, uh, world leader player. He's in Phoenix along with Don Hooson. And they're, like, they're always so, they were so positive at LDO when I was talking to them about the future of the meta. They were, like, I was,
3: like, uh, like, that Moonhammer
2: article was do. legit how Don was talking. Like, he's legit that excited. He wants, he believes in the Death Guard, man.
3: I, I don't know if I believe in the Death Guard. I believe in Chaos, though. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, well, we're not talking about what against, <laughs> it, I, I think Emperor's Children is fantastic, though. I mean, I they they did lose
2: better, flamers, though. Well,
3: it, and that's, and that's one of the good things
2: a, about I, Battle Brothers, is they clarified that. They were like, no more Emperor's yeah. Children with theenched demons.
3: Th- th- that was kind of It was, funny. but I'm glad anyways. we have I, this as a cool I didn't... Thing. Yeah, I guess. I, I just, I didn't... I didn't accept that being there anyways. I felt the same way about that as I did with Farset Enclaves taking uh, Ethereals when they were all dead. Yeah. So, you're like, I don't know who oh, that the, guy Oh, uh, the, just, uh, the uh,
2: what were they called? The, I, there was a really cheeky name for them. They were
3: the... Uh, they, they were fire warriors and all the
4: <laughs> trench boards, <what> <laughs>
1: No, noise Marines still shoot pretty hard, but it's just a matter of controlling when you see the enemy because they yeah. will die on the way back. But the damage is I mean, still really I potent. I
2: my only yeah. game against Emperor's Children before their nerf. Uh, the TO slightly messed it up and said we were. it was an LDO prep tournament, but he said all the buildings' first floors were closed off. And it was on, oh my god, there were so many just noise marines just not being touchable until... It was so annoying. Oh my god. They were just... They're
3: it, so good. That, that, that's one of the... That's one of the reasons I think that they're one of the best people are just yelling at, at that one, but I think that they're the best just because I think cultists are so bad, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to just clear out the trash, because a lot of the Chaos Armies even, like, the, the before they nerfed Bile, you saw it all the time, but like their backfield was always so weak, and a unit of Noise Marines is so much better than just random cultists. Oh Bile. yeah, that
2: was, that was actually a big part of the uh, creation of the Bile versus Nari matchup. They have a hell of a time trying to kill the Incarn because they were all strength six. And it's like, you do, you you push him to to his invuln and then you do one damage if you get through, But you only wound on a five up. Have fun with that. Like, it was really, I don't know why, that was just a weirdly tilted mashup. Like, you'd expect Traceon's bile to kick Anari's ass because they're the fight on death guys. But their stat line was just wrong.
3: Cause he incomes, incomes he is. Falling. He
2: literally would ever, the two times I played that, he won the matchup single-handedly, and I was like, okay, Incarn," right. <laughs> we're taking you out for McDonald's on the way home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I definitely miss who became oh. Harlequins back in the day. I, I still Saw feel embarrassed the
2: that I thought he was kind of dead. Like, I mean, you do do less shenanigans, I admit, with him now. But some of the shenanigans you do are much more lethal. So that's cool.
3: Like, what do you guys... I was going to say, what do you guys think about Thousand Suns now? Because I, I think, obviously, not having, you know, on their flamers is a big deal. But, like, that army still is really, well, really they, strong.
2: their secondaries but, are weaker. They still they're, shit up water wounds. The Wrath of Magnus or whatever is gone. That. That's a huge deal.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I can do that. But I I, I think that they're, they're weaker for sure. But I think that, that people, like, just basically read their eulogy to them. And I'm like... This army's still really yeah. good. Like, it's an army that makes you the same kind of with Grey Knights, where you know they can gate, they have the duplicity spell. You have to respect your backboard edges the entire game, and if you mess up yep. at one point in time, ten buff Terminators showing up in your backfield, especially well, especially if you're playing any of the pointy ears, any you know any of that, they can literally just pick up four to six units of stuff, and all of a sudden the game flips
1: over. Mm-hmm. easily they, they they still have uh, like nerf flamers and they still have greater demons that can inferno gateway twice between it and the and t the Um, and the, and the demon can also teleport deep strike two CP I, I feel like naturally like, it comes down to player skill 100% between how many spells they have to manage and also the fact that anything can deep strike on any given turn pretty much I don't, I don't think they're dead at all, mainly because I've I've wrapped into them a lot in my local area, and I've always been known just to be like, oh, fuck, they'll leave a gap for, like, five idiots to show up. Oh, oh shit, so now bad. he's in Infernal Gateway on well, me. It would, it's and so that... bad
3: when you go, you get into a couple big scrums, and all of a sudden everybody flees combat, and you realize that all of your guys are effectively holding hands, and you're like, I'm about to get Infernal Gateway twice. <laughs> Great. Yep.
1: <clears throat> I, I feel like you always have to respect and screen them like for five turns, because the moment you see an opening, it's just like,
3: whew. It can be bad, too. And, and the thing is, is none, of, none of your characters are safe on that. They just come in, pop, you know, Firestorm and Cabal points for a D3 extra mortals, and all of a sudden, statistically, you die every time, if you're a 5 or 6 wound character.
1: Yep. Isn't, isn't there that one, um... like how that also does, like, indirect mortals with a spell... Uh, I heard there's some things other than um, than duplicity. But I don't think it's the strongest, but I've seen I've seen some lists. that are just like, oh yeah, well, this this thing this interaction lets me do the spells. Oh, I'm saying you can just snipe a character like that. Okay. Uh, I definitely don't think they're dead at all, especially with uh, souping in the zinch side of things.
3: Strong,
2: still very strong, hundred percent. All
3: right, well, well, let's talk about you know also, the real pink of <laughs> The space. <laughs> I was going to say the Space Wolves. <laughs> so. Actually, my, my friend
2: shit. He, he loves Space Wolves, and I give him shit about Prospero. Like, once a month I have to comment in Discord that, you know, his Primarch smells funny and is a loser and shouldn't have learned Prospero and basically Look, lost, Look. put the uh, Emperor on Look. the Golden Throne through his uh, hubris. Look.
3: Look, Rogel Dorn's Dorn's the worst (laughs) part Lehman Russ is one of my favorites. Also my first loan. It's actually,
2: I secretly, Uh, the only, like, so the only books I own that are uh, Loyalist Space Marine ones that are, like, actually that I bought them for the Space Marines is a couple Iron Hands books, because I thought I was, I kind of, like, thought Iron Hands were cool. This was before they got buffed, okay, guys? I bought these before they got buffed. This was not. I'm not. A, I was not bandwagoning uh, them through my uh, Black oh, Lives. Like
3: you, you you gotta you gotta help love the the space wolves just because of the fact that one their primarchs basically wrote a wrote I always keep saying rope. Darn the Roadrunner. Like he just he walked into the eye of. Terror. Oh no, he's awesome. he just doesn't he, understand he, the, the laws cool part of physics. Is he has
2: a character arc. He's the primarch who has the most growth. That's like why the forty K space wolves are almost too cool because they're they're the real good guys. Like
3: they they also were afraid to teleport so they used to shoot ter- terminators <laughs> at other spaceships and have them c- that's oh a real God. thing oh, o-
4: shit.
3: old old spaceships <laughs> wouldn't ter- wouldn't teleport they also wouldn't use psychics so that's why all their psychers just go we harm oh yeah
2: i'm aware of that we get just,
3: into and straight lie to them yeah but they used to fire uh chain fist terminators at other battle barges and they would cut a hole in it, and then they so- would board because they didn't the old Space Wolves back
0: in the day, you couldn't use the
3: Terminator teleport rules because they wouldn't teleport. They're afraid of it. The moral of the story is read Lucas. That's pretty Is that yeah. the same premise
0: where like dogs don't like going in elevators? Yeah,
3: they they didn't trust that technology. In my mind, when Russ and the Thirteenth Company went into the Eye of Terror, like he was just looking at a map and he's like, "It's like an inch and a half away. I'll just walk, let's walk in there." It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> and just wandered off into the night, just ignoring the laws of physics. He's like, I'll just walk there. It's in space, Lehman. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I, I got some of my boys with me, and uh, we got a lot of beer. We'll, we'll be fine. You're like, what? That makes no sense. I'm just expecting him to come out of the, the Eye of Terror after an extended bender and just be like, hey, what's been going on, guys? I, I've been gone for, like, what, a couple days? <laughs> like, eh, it's significantly more. That, by the way, if you want to talk, let's let's talk actual. <laughs> they have amazing Sp- terminators.
2: They can put terminators in their long squad, which makes the, they get five heavy weapons and a terminator. Yep. It's ridiculous. Well,
1: the, well, makes it way tankier. Well,
3: the thing is, is it's way tankier. But also, you gotta they can come in off reserves. They can use their own strat for it. But it may, it's a big deal when you've got to do with a thunder hammer and to do with a power fist in your heavy weapon squad. And they show up on your board edge and shoot something, and they you use that angle so they can barely see you. Also, Space Wolves are the only uh, chapter that can put Kamei weapons in pretty much everything. They can put them in their Wolf Guard, they can put them on all their Terminators. Like, for instance, my Space Wolf army right now has two units of Wolf Guard, two units of Wolf Guard, Terminators, and all of them have five Kamei Meltas apiece. And that army has probably the highest ceiling for me in any of the Marine chapters but it also has a very low floor because there's a lot of interactions that are going on with spacing and what you're doing. Oh, they are
2: very hard to play. Uh, Like, our local Space Wolf, my local Space Wolf player is, like, legit. He's definitely, uh, let's just say I have trouble, I'm lucky when I take games off of him, mostly because he doesn't play enough uh, in ninth, but,
3: uh... (laughs) So much stuff's going on. Interactions, you've got wolfing, charging... But double exploding sixes is the same. You know what I mean? And they've got, again, all those combo meltas. You, you figure, you've got thunder hammers on everybody, and then you just go, well, I'm going to shoot you with these meltas, and then I'm going to shoot you with these last cannons from back there on the log banks, and then I'm going to make a seven-inch re-rollable charge, and then I'm going to hit you. And, oh, yeah, I'm rerolling everything that's not yeah, a six. Yeah, no,
2: and then they do so, the thing with Bjorn where they create a nine-inch bubble of re-roll everyone on that ever rolls ever. And... Uh,
3: they have just they have a lot of play they the thing is is that they have a lot of working yeah. parts now if you want to go with you want to go with the pumpkin spice latte which you're gonna see all the time you're gonna see a ton mm-hmm. of iron hands because they're 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 laughably mm-hmm. the most forgiving uh they're gonna stay
1: Point and shoot no scope
3: that, that's the thing is is that well you can be outside you don't have to worry about Gora ranges you're just re-rolling ones so you're always good there you've got you can just walk around be regular iron hands you got a six of feel of pain everybody and then you also have the fact that you can uh, move and shoot heavy weapons. So if you have to move and you're not in the correct placement, you get no uh, penalty for doing any of these things. So you're getting rerolls, no modifiers, and you've got point-and-click secondaries like Codex Warfare. That It's a very, very good, good army. I don't know if it has the highest ceiling because it can only do so much, but I think you're never going to have a game where it's not just you know exactly what you're going to do because you be, you're not punished for anything. You can be out of position. Cool. You can be outside of your oars. Don't care. Still get the rerolls. You know what I mean? So it's a very easy army. It doesn't mean it's not good, but it's, it's an army that's very forgiving for mishaps.
1: Mm-hmm. You also have a crazy Dreadnought that can't be shot as yes. long as you know you're in the got
3: And you've got ex- exploding sixes on your wounds. You've got, you know what I mean? There's tons of stuff there. That, that, that army is very, very strong. Um, you've got one of the wow. best psychic powers in the game with steel Armor. It there, There's a lot of play in that army. And you've got a lot of different versions of it between the vehicle heavy army to the body heavy army. Uh, staying in Dev Doctrine, you know, with full rerolls just gives you options. And they're all good. You're like, hey, I'm going to bring a million gladiator tanks. Good. Hey, I'm going to bring all the attack bikes and all the devastator squads. Still really good, you know. You're rolling <laughs> everything. You're not suffering any yep. penalties, and you're scoring secondaries really easily on that. So, yeah, it's just that army's going to be everywhere. I, I think that you're going to see just a ton of Iron Hands players out there. So you're going to have to be ready for that when you're you know tacking for your tournaments. It, that that just exists and it's going to exist.
1: Triple gladiator, gladiator the reaper is like forty something shots. Oh, I know, one hundred fifty points.
3: Well, also he, good luck charging it unless you do something about it. They can overwatch on fours, and that the main gun's heavy twenty-four.
4: So
1: yep. yeah, like,
3: well, <laughs> uh, you're going to take some wounds. That's all I'm saying.
1: So, also, just the AP on the dev doctrine. They oh, always God, AP two. So yep.
2: And actually, speaking of that, there's another dev doctrine. Non, okay, standard ish, similar to Iron Hands. But I think, especially for Elves, they're an important matchup to know because Ultramarines still have Fallback and Shoot. And it's really annoying.
3: Yep. They also have uh, Overwatch. <laughs> yes, by I United. hate
2: it. They literally have this 8th yeah. edition yes make... every time I play them. And I'm like,
3: put this back in 8th it, edition. It's, it's Ninth army... edition. It. it... It's an army where Bobby G might actually be up. Yeah,
2: shown. actually, I, I heard that. some people gonna... are thinking of putting him, because uh, Space Wolves, uh, that was actually, you yeah, may yeah. see Bobby G in a Space wolf list, go five zero at some point, guys, don't be,
3: uh, and it's, and, they you know, love the, the is, speed, is, is man. That, that, <laughs> it, you gotta know, think that we haven't seen a ton of, you gotta get ready for all the old Marine things, like, all Chapter Master rerolls and stuff all over the place, because like, somebody toe-touching everybody in the terrain, that's... All of a sudden, you get that uh, overwatching on fives with full rerolls. That's nothing to screw around with. And that's just your basic guys. That's not just popping that iron hand strat, which is, again, so much stuff I haven't
2: had to worry about since, like, uh, let's just say March 2021 for uh, unspecified reasons. And,
4: uh,
3: yeah. But you get to talk about things you have to watch out for the Hawkins, though. Uh, If you're playing the Sallys. You got to watch out for born protectors because they can fire Flamers oh, yeah. off somebody else, and that's not something you want when you're running in with your troop yeah. squads. Like
1: and then charging. Yeah, and then they two D six yeah, exactly. Like the really eighth edition supplements
2: that. are the, old, the real the top ninth edition supplement is probably Dark Angels, but you know Space Wolves are right, are you know they have that huge ceiling as Brad mentioned, but uh <laughs> Dark <laughs> Angels <laughs> man.
1: You, you don't want to, you don't want your opponent to move 27 energy. <laughs> plasma has so three great. damage each.
3: <laughs> oh. Well, it's so crazy at that. You, you've got that. You, you forgot that they can do a strat for four damage a piece. But <laughs> don't, 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 don't sell them short. But the, the big thing on that is they can cut those angles anywhere. I mean, you got to figure that for 130 points, you get an attack bike and three bikes with melt up. You know, it. so they have they have a lot of super fast elements. But like. Talon Master didn't yeah, get any worse. Yeah, Talon Masters, like, they're yeah, custom. You're like, going like, to see
2: every list is probably going to have two talent Masters, because that's all they can take. Thankfully, they cannot yep. take more. I think. I think it's I mean, literally guys, just...
3: Arbiter's two. Gaze does no, Just hitting on twos mm-hmm. always is crazy. And then, you know, that one of those... It's just so good, and they've still got the... Black, you're gonna Black Knights. You're going to see nine Black, Nights, Black Knights, two Talon
2: Masters, and ten Deathly Knights. That's like... Mm-hmm. Just throw the, those in, they're the, great. The
3: thing is, in those lists, though... we. The Deathwing Command squads are just nuts, too. They still have bodyguards, so they give Lookout sir, even though they're only two man squads. So you can protect a lot of nonsense, you know what I mean? For Mm -hmm. in that it's very annoying to get. Ah, but they can't protect them
2: from Favorite Harvester. I'm
3: so
4: glad to have it back. Like, literally,
2: one of the. I still remember, like, uh, I got one game in against Ultramarines before Dark got nerfed, and it was just like. Literally, the first thing I did was one shot an apothecary with favorite harvester.
3: It was glorious. Just... <laughs> the, those guys are, I. That, that's one thing that's definitely going in all any of my clown armies now because they're so much better than
2: they I were. Before. They are,
3: yeah. The, the,
0: oh yeah. The, the jesters. Plus, there's. Oh, are, mod- I, I, I only own twenty
2: guys. I, 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 I want sh- to get
0: to like. It's 20, the model that got me in the game. Four, that's my goal.
3: let's go you know what you're, you're talking about Javi here yeah that's favorite mod fa- cool. favorite model that you have right now
0: oh that I have right now
3: oh well, you can be all time mm. literally what, uh, what do you want to put in the board like it doesn't have to be a good mod it doesn't have to be a good unit but just the favorite oh, Death thing you Dash,
4: have. For sure
3: I, have to I think Dash. it's
0: got to, it's got to be my solitaire
1: Oh, for me, I mean, for me, I just got on to the other day, so I'm really excited to get him painted up. I mean, the
2: Incarn too. I guess mine is tied between Death Gestures and the Incarn. My Incarn literally, so my opponents think I painted my Incarn? No, that's not how it works. I just use him to test paint colors, and he's almost out of white, so I'm going to have to take all the paint off and repaint him with random colors again. But, like, that's the fun part about elves. Nobody questions your random-ass paint jobs. They're like, yes, you have five different paint schemes here. <laughs> Of, of course, course that's, that's correct.
1: what Elgar looked like. Metallic <laughs> <It's> <liquids. laughs> I'm actually,
2: it's even worse. I'm like, I've discovered that uh, uh, nobody questions a bunch of uh, infantry, even if they're covered in um, color shifting metallics. And I'm like, wait, does this mean I never have to paint it? Any- I just have to airbrush color shifting metallics onto all my models and never paint anything again? It's tempting, man. It's tempting. I-, I guess I'd be almost as bad as Brad then, but not quite. Like, when it comes to painting. No.
3: <laughs> I was like, whoa,
4: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
2: he doesn't paint I, at all. I take so time. You
3: know. I painted once.
2: Yeah. I painted
3: and, and <laughs> painted once. I, I hated it. And then I got to more, I literally got to I watched to more you
2: it. it. was parties. on stream and everything, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Never again. I, I went back to making it. <laughs> i like, this is nonsense. Let's, let's talk about numbers again. <laughs> this, 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 this hobby thing is crazy. I kind
2: of feel the same. Like, I want to it kit bash but not paint. Like, all my models are, like, non-standard models except for my vehicles, which I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to do good vehicle conversions.
3: I, I've never modeled. That's the thing. They, they, they're, one of my favorite stories is the fact that the first time I ever bought models, everybody at the game store was just sitting around, like, giggling. And I'm like, what the hell are you idiots staring at me for? They're like, just open the box. And so I opened the box, and I was expecting to get five Chaos Terminators. And I, of course, opened and got sprues. And I'm like, what
4: is this? I don't even understand what this is. Like, my
3: my box is broken. I I clearly got robbed. What is this trash? And everybody's just laughing. And one of my buddies just grabbed it from me because he knew that I had zero ability to put anything together. It's just like... Yeah, I got this for you, buddy. Like, <laughs> we don't even want to see your feeble self pretend to try to put this together. I don't. I don't know what kind of amalgamation you would have made by just pouring glue on bits and smashing. If that's it together. literally
2: what I do with vehicles, though. Like, I cannot. I can't. If it's not a human shape, I don't know how to assemble it. Like, elves are easy. You just put the arms in the arm slot. You put the weapons on the hands, <laughs> and you put the Necron heads on top. I've, I've got a bunch of Necron heads yeah. now. It's very fun. <laughs>
3: However, does anything travel worse? Oh my than god, any? I
2: freaking hate it!
3: Oh, oh man. my god! Oh, I oh okay, a yes, Sylvaneth. That's got in it. A new oh, oh, oh. For it. Oh, what, what? What? What was the? What was the one you said? Travel it, yes, Sylvaneth.
2: They're basically elves. Yeah, they're like trees.
3: You. I'll say they're they're still. Elves. They're, elves. <laughs> they're elves. They're elves who turn into but... trees,
2: so they're technically still elves. <laughs>
0: I mean, they're wood elves. Let's, they... Eldar are by far the worst. Especially, I mean, even in 40K, they are by far the yeah. worst to transport. I mean, Custom just... cut foam is, foam is an active detriment to their models. Yeah,
3: I, every single tournament I go to, I just open up the thing and go, oh, it looks like I just shook this <laughs> <thing out."> <laughs> 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 I just I, I literally just hand my models back over and go, all right. Jesus Zygowski, who takes care of 90% of my stuff because I need an adult. Takes a village to <laughs> I constantly, he'll just be like, how much stuff did you break? And I'm like, half the time I'm proud of myself. I mean, if you want to go, here's my modeling skills. My my most proud moment of taking care of models. Uh, went to Nova and I was borrowing, this is a while back, I was borrowing his three Riptides for Riptide Wing. And I'm super excited because I took care of them. He had a little Tupperware thing for me. And I took off all the arms and the backpacks. And I had everything laid out, and I was so proud of myself, and I was like a little kid showing dad when I got home, and he looks at me and just goes, dude, none of that shit was magnetized. You just ripped all the stuff off the guys." Oh. <laughs> and I looked at him like, you, you should probably magnetize this stuff, man. I mean, now would probably be a great time to do it.
0: <laughs> After I <wrote> You're all- <laughs> welcome. <laughs> just
3: trying to help out the team, man. <laughs>
0: We, we talked about it on our previous hobby segment that all of the like the spindly bits on a lot of my Harlequin models, like all the, the blades for my Zephyr Glaives and shit like that, I just straight up cut them off and I replace them with a little dice so they look, they look like big maces. So they're much lower <laughs> to the ground and harder to break off, and they fit my theme. So it's just it killed two birds with one stone.
1: Nice. Oh, the incarn is, is a nightmare. Bosses. I
0: literally yeah. just, like, yeah. tell my spot.
2: opponent the fire fell off. Uh, we can pretend it's half an inch taller if we need to, like... <laughs>
3: It's just ridiculous. Like I, th- I mean, I'm still the only person that I think has ever lost a Dark Eldar raider to an elevator shaft, though. So.
1: <laughs> oh no!
2: Oh, I lost a warlock, and this guy is made out of three separate kits. He's part Farseer, part Shadowseer, and part kit from. uh, They don't even sell anymore Stop. from AOS, and he is now lost in Vegas somewhere.
4: All of the bad
2: <happened>. He—he's he, he's <laughs> using a psychic to kill. <laughs> but he's the only model I've ever lost like a whole model of, like, at an event. So I'm like, I finally in my uh, model loss—it's happened, man. It's like that comic, except with models like instead of bad comics. Loss. But then I got these kick-ass, uh, objectives, so you know, I also may have bought a Titan. Uh, there was a Titan there, but it was too expensive. I was like, I'm not spending 950 on a Titan, my limit is 425 That was a terrible mistake, but I'm going to be, I'm going to bring it to an RTT probably in March and try to go 1-2 with the Titan. Oh, fun fact. Imperial Titan owners suck, because they no longer can assemble a legal army in Arcs of Omen. Sucks to be them. Unplayable. Warhounds are unplayable. (laughs) You can no longer... A single Warhound is no longer a legal army list in Arcs of Omen. But Revenant Titans are 1,500 points instead of 2,000. So you can fit in, like, an HQ...
0: Yeah, I mean, we can't legally take a Phantom Titan either. Hey, but
2: Revenants, they can't even take Warhounds. So, like, the Revenant yeah. Titan, you can actually... manage managed to fit an entire uh, allied patrol of Harlequins as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's actually the best Revenant Titan list I've made so far, because it just has, like, the most number of, like, bodies. Yeah. Board presence <laughs> bodies, yeah. <laughs> Brad was, like, shocked by my Titan list. I, I t turns out you can also make an Anari list. I, a legit Anari list. I, That's just I, the incarn. Minimum just, number of units I was and a Titan.
3: Stunned. He sent that over to me and I go, I I don't even know what like, they <laughs> I don't even know how to respond. Like, it would I'm like start by taking the Titan? I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like what's happening? The only time I've seen a Titan work was uh on what Warhammer Plus at the end of uh, Exodite, where they just had like five of them go through the. Dude, that ring. was so
2: awesome! And then they do the ninja spin and slice another Titan in half. It is so good.
3: There's, there's never been a there, there's never been a time <laughs> when a poor Chazavre of a stealth team has ever been overmatched more, and then you're like, man, what could be worse than a bunch of Titans? Ninja fucking Titans! And then she went through the gate. Oh, and yeah, she ends up in Kamara. Oh, my God.
2: That's like.
3: Yeah, she goes, goes to Kamara. She's in the and dark like city. Death and I'm like.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, you fucked up. Well.
3: Yeah, things are, things are not going <laughs> to go well for your foreseeable future. I mean, the last
2: Tao <laughs> who was a named character who ended up in Kamara was uh, Anshi, And he, like. Uh, and then again, he's Anshi. He's basically the only badass. He's the only. Tr- he's such a badass. Do you know how Farsight learned how to fight with a sword? He just studied on sheep. That's how cool... He didn't study the blade, he studied on sheep. That's how cool he is.
3: Well, I want to I want to know exactly what school that ranger <laughs> went to that murder-faced everybody in hand-to-hand combat, because I have not had that situation <laughs> happen in the game with technically, my rangers. he was a Corsair, uh,
2: I think. Or, no, he was an Exodite who was acting as a ranger, so he technically...
3: He had a ranger sniper <laughs> That dude was... He killed so many people at hand-to-hand. He to hand. did. I actually don't... I don't know if I've ever had... I've played over 20 years of Eldar. I don't know if my rangers have ever killed anyone in close combat. Not oh, one I've,
2: I So in Anari, you get cheeky <laughs> ranger attacks because you uh, they, they have fight first. So sometimes you get a wound off somebody and it feels really good because you're like, Suck it! <laughs> cheeky ranger wounded <laughs> Just, Neely!
3: Not even sure if there's a more embarrassing way <laughs> to die in hand-to-hand than getting killed by a ranger.
1: Ranger. Strength free, AP zero damage. only
3: <laughs> it's just, he just slapped you with his glove as he was challenging you to a duel. So, not exactly the best guy in hand-to-hand.
2: Yeah, although, with fake dice, it's really fun to cheeky take out a character with one wound left by guaranteeing that mortal wound. Go to the Inari side guy, or the ally side. There's a lot of fun there for the Harlequin players. All right, uh, I think we can call it here. We've we've uh, we've wandered, we've meandered. Yeah. For once, I didn't have to do half the talking. Thanks, Brad. That was actually nice. I'm kind of tired, so <laughs> I don't think I have kept it up tonight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I have Brad, Brad. likes Brad's voice, so we're we're he really gonna. Go. He was on a podcast
2: thirty minutes before we started this one, or a YouTube video thingy.
4: <laughs> also true. <laughs> he just
2: came home tonight from whatever he was doing and then recorded two shows. I,
3: I am yeah. always willing to talk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my wife's going to throw something at me. All
2: right. So let's, let's check <laughs> Brad and finish this up here. Uh, adios,
1: yeah. amigos. Thanks for having me on for your game no thanks Brad thank you so much for joining us yes
0: thank you very much Brad and uh, thank you all for listening once again once again we have been choreographers of war words are hard I will see you all next time